This podcast is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. To find out more, head to tremula.network or find us on socials. Seize Your Adventure is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. Before I get on with my day or do anything interesting, of course, the first thing I'm going to need to do is have a coffee. And look at that, got a nice Seizure Adventure mug. Let's go. Hello, adventurers. It's Fran Tarowskis here and you are listening to Seize Your Adventure. And I'm here with a short bonus episode for you. Those of you who follow Seizure Adventure on Instagram will know that back in May for National Epilepsy Awareness Week, there were a few Instagram takeovers. So it was the first time that I had takeovers on the Seizure Adventure account. It was really nice to get a little bit more insight into a few epilepsy advocates out there. Today's episode is going to be one of the Instagram lives that I did, and this is with Kaf Shanks. So Kaf was the first person to do a takeover, and she is a skateboard instructor. She does slacklining, and she also does urban exploring. So you'll notice the audio quality in this episode is not quite as good as you'll be used to. That's because it is taken from the Instagram live. There were a few issues with the quality of the Wi-Fi connection on both of our sides, but it is a really nice interview, so I thought that I'd put it out there, just in case you didn't catch the Instagram live, and also for those of you who don't have Instagram. So just before I hand over to Calf Shanks, I just want to say a thank you to my new patron. So supporters of the show can actually support me monthly on Patreon and those are monthly financial donations which go towards the cost of running the show. Today I want to give a shout out to Chris Winwood. He is a new $10 patron and he is actually going to be a future guest on Seizure Adventure. So thank you very much, Chris, for all of your support. I can't wait to get your episode out in the not too distant future. So let's hand it over to the Instagram live chat that I had with Kev Shanks back in May. The start of the show is on her way. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I definitely feel better now. I've actually been able to get out of the house. I started wilting after I finished the jigsaw. I feel like I've plotted. Uh, my energy <laughs> dropped. So I do feel a lot better now. I've been out of the house and got some sunlight. Good, good. I was slightly worried when you said it was all rainy up there this morning. Yeah, I was hoping to go out and get on the slack line or something, make it a bit more interesting, but the weather was against me. This is it. You have to go with what you've got, don't you? Um, I've just realised as well, sorry everyone um, watching, you're going to get a slightly blurred version of me because my camera, my front facing camera is a little bit bad. So <laughs> I dropped my phone at some point. It's um, not looking good, not looking good. But um, yeah, thank you so much for doing that. It was great to kind of like get an insight into your your kind of everyday at the moment, as it were, and obviously yeah. a little bit about 
what you've been up to there. I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. So obviously going through Epilepsy Awareness Week this week, and I just wanted to ask you a little bit more about your diagnosis and your story, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, good. First off, um, what type of seizures do you have? I have a cocktail. I'd say my, my main uh, simple partial, I think, then now focal awareness. Mm. Um, so that's the, like, the forefront of them. Like They're like my go-to. If I was, you know, to just have one now, it'd most likely be that. I seem to have like patterns. So I'll start off having focal awareness. And then if I'm having more in a, in a period of time, then they'll go to focal impaired. And then if I'm really lucky, I'll get a couple of tonic clonics thrown in there as well. Mm. Um, and then at the beginning of the year when my seizures picked up again I did start having absence seizures as well which was really random for me because I've never had them before but after speaking with my neurologist he said that you know the more seizures you have it can kind of have a lasting effect on the brain and your epilepsy can kind of change and adapt over the years so we've just kind of I just got to be a bit more aware now that you know I might be having these absence seizures as well um so yeah, but my, I think my go-to are focal awareness. So quite kind of lucky I get an aura as well. So I do know when they come in. Sometimes I try to flirt with danger a little bit. I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like fall or anything. So I like, I'll feel the aura and I'm like, no, I'm gonna be fine. No, I'm gonna be fine. And I'll be like standing up. I'll continue what I'm doing. And I'm like, no, 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 it's coming. And then I'll have to just hit the floor and just be like, right, get safe, quick. So yeah, very lucky that I get a warning and. They're, they're not usually too impactful, like a workfall or anything. I can get myself safe. Mm. I mean, I think it's so good to, like you say, know your seizures, know if there are patterns that they, they kind of follow and that kind of thing. That obviously helps so much to be able to, the time between seizures kind of like go, go out there and seize it a little bit. So thankfully the sun decided to come out so I've been out for a little penny board uh, with my sister, member of my own household, so yeah that was nice. I'd always wanted to skate from like very young age, um, I'd had to skateboards when I was like 10 and I even had like the whole Argos set up in my back garden with ramps and rails but I just had, I had zero confidence, um, I played football when I was younger so I never had the confidence to go to the skate park and actually try it in there. And I actually only picked up skateboarding properly about three years ago now uh, because it was a girls only night at my local skate park. And as soon as I went there, it was all, all girls coaches. So I didn't have to worry about if anyone would like be willing to help me or having to go up to strangers. They were there specifically to help girls get into skating. So it was just a perfect platform for me to kind of get started and literally from that first night at the skate park I've never looked back I got a job there coaching within two months I just it's changed my life to be honest that is so nice to hear because I think um uh, you're 25 now aren't you so you're kind of yeah. like early 20s you're picking up something that's entirely new and yeah. I think that's great because I I was really bad at skateboarding when I was um exactly the same as you had a nice little um board when I was about eight nine ten it was a really pretty board me and my sister had the same one and we still fought over whose was whose and I was just so bad at it I think I spent most of my time kneeling on the board just kind of like myself along and stuff so to to have that kind of like that in to be able to go out and try it again when you're an adult I think is, yeah. is great to hear and just kind of like 
absolutely encouraging people to to go out and try something new yeah uh, definitely that's why I was I was so keen to work at this place as well because they have a girls night they have an adults night so that to give opportunities to those people who have you know maybe not had the the opportunity when they was younger and we're just kind of there to say look it doesn't matter if you're 20 30 40 50 even 60 come along join in and we're here to help you get started um because I think all of us in like no matter how old we are we all have something that we wanted to do since we were young and for a lot of people that is skateboarding so we just want to be able to help people achieve that goal if that's what they want yeah that's it and um just to let you give you give a little plug if I'm up Manchester way which um which one is it that you work at project MCR it's projects with a care uh, <laughs> obviously we're shot at the moment uh, because yeah. of the coronavirus but you know um as soon as we're back up and coaching sessions will be on hopefully yeah yeah that's it um and do you do that full time or do you do kind of like anything I've been very very fortunate yeah um so I've been running for the past two and a half years a comic relief funded project at the skate park So coaching has been my full-time job for two and a half years now. The funding runs out at the end of this month, so I'm I'm gutted. So I'm kind of going into the unknown because of the corona and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, But yeah, I've been able to, I've set up girls-only skate lessons in schools and at the park and stuff like that. And yeah, it's been my full-time job, so I've been extremely lucky. So fingers crossed that can carry on, but you know, who knows what's next. Um, You obviously don't have to like go into details I don't want names or anything like that but have you come across anyone when you've been teaching that um has epilepsy as well or you've been able to kind of like connect with on that side of things oh I'm trying to think now I've obviously had the classic where someone's told me their dog's got it yeah <laughs> oh, um, so many dogs out there with epilepsy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that there's a girl there's a girl on here that um skates and has epilepsy um but that she reached out from instagram uh i'm gonna feel awful now if there is someone i might get off the live and then just be like, oh yeah of course so and so but from what i can think i can't off the top of my head i can't think it's always someone who knows someone or someone's mm. mom or someone's brother so yeah that's kind of what brought me to instagram in the end and trying to find the online community because i've not really found anyone within the skate community or even just in Manchester amongst my friends that have epilepsy. So that's kind of why I've come here and, and tried to, well, I created the special active account and, and tried to reach out to the online community. Have you ever had to, or, or felt like you had to hide your epilepsy from doing the coaching and that kind of thing? Did you tell folks straight away or did you kind of like keep it hidden? Yeah, so I've, <laughs> I've got two scenarios here. Before I started skateboarding, I was a football coach one of the worst seizures I've ever had I unfortunately was doing a summer camp and I'd not told them and it was only three days in the summer holidays I was like it's fine you know the chance of me having a seizure on these three days should be nice and small so I literally Mm. didn't tell anyone that was working with because I was like it might make them not want to give me the opportunity I was I I was scared that they think oh well we're not gonna put her in charge of the kids you know and I felt the aura but because again, because I don't usually have tonic mix or I don't have them very often, I was like, it's fine. I, I so I could see the table in the distance. I was like, right, I'm gonna maybe put my head down if it gets a bit intense, and then it'll pass, mm. and then I'll be fine. I had this horrific tonic clonic in front of all these kids, and I was like, 
oh no I've not even told them I've got epilepsy so they're all going to be freaking out and I felt awful and I think kind of in a good way the job that I've got now at the skate park I was having quite a lot of seizures I was like I'm gonna have to tell them straight away and especially this job it was about you know overcoming barriers and things like that so when they're asking me those type of questions in the interview I was like right bing this is where I drop in the epilepsy and um yeah I couldn't hide it I, if I get to three four months I usually then think oh I don't need to mention it the moment I, I've kind of got to just mm. yeah I think it's um like you say it kind of like shows the two sides of it there and uh, I've definitely been in that position of oh I haven't had a seizure in so long I don't need to tell people but uh um, it's definitely uh, e- even if it is just to stand up and like you're doing with the account say that you have it so that other people feel comfortable I think really really helps for sure and and giving that kind of like representation of of folks out there that are doing stuff with it I think is so important and obviously um, especially when you're you're kind of like you're teaching things and you're you're working with kids and stuff it just gives people that kind yeah. of person that is there and is representing essentially so um yeah I, I I'd say like I've never been ashamed of it but it's it's one of them where I've not taken full ownership because mm. I've I was lucky before the, it come back in December I say it come back obviously it never goes away yeah um I had 18 months seizure free and I had got to the point I was like I don't want to be defined by this you know I might I might have another seizure so I just decided mm. it's not it wasn't a conscious decision it's just it stopped coming up um but now I feel like I've got to the point it's been the worst it's ever been and I just know now that I can't you know ever risk not telling one because I never know when it, even if I'd gone six eight twelve months seizure free you know it, it could pop back up at any any time so I think yeah like you say for my own safety as well as other people's and yeah just for, for the sake of being an ad- advocate like I'm you know when I'm seizure free, I'm I'm still going out and skateboarding. It's like why not wear that badge of honour almost and be like, yeah, I've got epilepsy, but I am doing this. So, well, thank you so much for taking over today. Um, do you have any questions at all, or do you want anything to to say to folks before you go? Oh, I, I wasn't expecting you to uh, lead off to ask any questions. <laughs> um, no, I guess obviously. Um, just thank you to the the epilepsy online epilepsy community community in general because i don't know what i'd have done over the past few months without finding it um uh, i'd never i never felt alone with it until recently because it really started like impacting my life um so i've definitely found a lot of comfort in in everyone um thank you for having me i did i did make sure i had to listen to the podcast because it's on my to-do list <laughs> In lockdown, I've got such a long to-do list that just nothing gets done. I'm the same. And there's several podcasts popping up now. I've like, I just keep having to queue things and queue things and queue things. It's ridiculous yeah. how many hundreds of podcasts I have to listen to at the moment. So, no, I yeah. understand it. I'm glad. I'm glad you managed to get well, it. Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so obviously, thanks for having me on. And then I'll just I'll just say that, obviously, any anyone who you know maybe might not want to ask questions in here or anything like my dms are always open you know we're 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 here for each other at the end of the day because again we're the only ones that understand each other really properly just message me
So there we are. Thank you very much to Kath for being my very first Instagram takeover. I'll try not to be too offended that she didn't listen to the podcast sooner. Hopefully she's listening to this episode though. That is all for today. I hope you enjoyed this small bonus one. And until next time, safe adventures everyone. This podcast is part of the Tremula Network. Adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. To find out more, head to tremula.network.